Hello and welcome to Friends of the Show, the podcast hosted by me, Stephen W. Skinner, where I talk to one of my Twitter pals. Um, so thank you for joining us. This week's episode is Will at Upside Down Trash on Twitter. He's one of my favorite guys out there. So funny and incredibly nice. So it was great to talk to him. Um, just want to give a quick shout out to Mark McGark and Making Friends with Mark McGark podcast. Everyone check it out on iTunes. So, without further ado, enjoy the podcast with Will. I wonder if there's beer on the sun. And that comes from, actually comes from a Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode of The Final Sacrifice, which is a Canadian movie um, from 1990. Wow, deep refs already to start the podcast. Yeah. Uh-huh. Welcome, Will. Thank you, Stephen, for having me. Let's do the song. Well, welcome to Friends of the Show, uh, episode four, with our friend Benjamin, aka Will, aka at Upside Down Trash on on Twitter. Uh, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Stephen. <laughs> Hooray! It's been great so far. Yeah, we're knocking it Excellent. out of the park. It's is this your first podcast? Uh, it's not, but um, the other one hasn't been published yet. So, um, for all intents and purposes, yes, it is. Okay, so could get a simultaneous release of podcasts with Will. Possibly, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So just for the listeners, Will is one of the nicest and funniest guys I've met through Twitter. Uh, Some of his tweets are just the best, uh, and he's managed to find fun and unique ways to keep Twitter interesting. Um, took Thank a, you, Stephen. Yeah, you took a brief hiatus, but you uh, did return thanks to some uh, lovely support from the community, uh, and you'll be back and better than ever, right? So I'm really glad yeah. to have you. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Uh, this is going to be great. Um, those are some very kind words. Well, you're a very kind individual, well-deserved. Um, so you. let's get right into it because we have a lot to discuss because you're one of the best guys on Twitter. So a lot of parts out of your brain I want to pick. So first, um, let's get to know you a little bit. Uh, you said you had a little story about the origin of the name Penjamin, which is sort of your screen name that you're going at, uh, by. What is yeah. this, what's the story? So uh, a lot of people will call me uh, Ben, and you know, rightfully so. Uh, I think people would probably misinterpret Benjamin for Benjamin, which is Benjamin with a P. Um, unfortunately, that's not the name. It's just um, this story goes uh, um, wasted as uh, go. Um, and uh, I was laying down in bed uh, with my now fiance and um, I was going on and on about how great our um, room fan was and, um, you know, keeping us cool in the summer months. And I, I was very ecstatic about how great it was and how awesome it was that he was keeping us cool. And she asked me, um, well, what's his name? Uh, my first reaction was to go with a P name. So I went, Puh, Benjamin. <laughs> so I went with Benjamin and together it makes Benjamin. So, um, his, the fan's name was Benjamin for the rest of, uh, his, its life. And then it died, unfortunately. And, um, oh, no. rest, in peace. rest in peace. So, uh, we had to, um, as I felt the need to continue on his legacy through, uh, bad tweets and here we <laughs> well thank you for that that uh sh- yeah. shed some light on the uh on the whole penjamin name yeah it's it's not it, there's not much hype behind it <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a strange story indeed um well thank you for sharing that with us so uh how long have you been on twitter uh doing jokes doing the jokes on twitter uh i think i think i started in may 2015 um, I created my account on the train in between, um, home. And, uh, originally I had created it, um, because I, I always, you know, I always looked at people like, um, you know, Michael, uh, like home halfway, um, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, people who have been around a long time. And, um, I, I was like, you know, I, I really like the camaraderie of, of that environment. Everybody seems to know each other. Um, so I wanted to get involved and, um, I was terrible. I was absolutely awful. <laughs> yep. um, I, I, I initially started as a uh, predictive text account. So basically I would type <laughs> a word and right. then I would just see what my fo- where my phone would take it. So 
if you ever want to go back into my history and uh, like around May 2015, look at those tweets. Uh, they don't make any sense, but <laughs> yeah. they were funny to me. And that's that's kind of where I started. Just let the phone decide what to tweet. Exactly. And I, I mean, you know, looking back on it, it's a lot easier and it makes a lot more sense uh, to then try to stress out about what to tweet next. <laughs> yeah, I guess it really takes all the guesswork out of it. I'm Absolutely. Just, like, just go for it. Yeah, post whatever. The phone, the phone <laughs> thinks it's funny. Look, the phone thought it was funny. <laughs> exactly. And right. uh, so you started as get... a predictive text, and then you moved on. You saw the community, and you're like, "Me too." Yeah. Um, so I think I think when I started stopping, um, started stopping texts, uh, tweets was around the time I started reaching out to people, um, smaller accounts that were about the same size as me, which was. Very small. How many? Like a hundred uh, people? Like two hundred? I was, I was, I might have been around two hundred at that time, and that was a lot of followbacks. Um, so um, the first person I, I ever reached out to was well, there was like there was a group of them, but the first person I ever reached out to was um, uh, Sky. So uh, at uh, I'm Space Girl, and she was I about the same space. size as I was at that time. Uh, her, uh, Elizabeth, uh, um, the with us and um and uh tom trojan horse uh sauce trojan horse <laughs> cut that out make sure he does not hear that yeah uh, do uh, i have to edit this episode now because this yeah. is a thing i was gonna let's say, start over let's start over because he's i think he's mentioned <laughs> later on and i was gonna say he's g whiz or whatever now <laughs> <laughs> yeah g wix yeah, yeah he's uh twitter user g wix is what we're talking about he does not yeah. have a name so he was he was actually the biggest account that uh, I was talking to at the time. He was probably at like 800 and he was well on his way to 1K, which felt like Ooh. the biggest milestone at that time, you know? Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. So I, I, I realized that they were doing better jokes than I was. And I was like, well, you know, I, I looked at Tom basically and I said, if he can do it, you know. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Yeah. If, t- if that guy can do it, I mean, anybody can, right? That's where that's where we're going with that. Absolutely. <laughs> so you so you saw these people, and they obviously you had a little bit of a community there, and so they helped you get much funnier. Uh, I don't know if they got me to be much funnier, but they definitely pushed me to be. Uh, yeah, not, that, yeah, not, that's not what I intentionally, yeah. but yeah, I saw what they were doing, and I was like, I, I, I want to give it a shot, and um, I was still awful. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think I probably had my first over, you know, three hundred tweet. Nice. Do you remember July. which one it was? The first one that like got traction? Yeah, uh, it was um, It was a riff off of Smooth Criminal. It was, uh, it was about a guy getting hit by uh, a truck or a car. And it's basically like, you've been hit by, you've been struck by a car. <laughs> um, and that, that was a joke. Hey, it that still was, works. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, and then, you know, I, I started realizing that people were doing, you know, calls and stuff for tweets and like, you know, uh, Bat Karen and, you know, Kirk, Captain Antagonist and stuff like that. And I started to put my name out there and, you know, I feel bad for them because they had to, you know, retweet a lot of my uh, early <laughs> stuff, which wasn't the greatest. Yeah, uh, but shout out to uh, Orange SNES for putting up with all the bad tweets, but he'll retweet yeah, them. Absolutely. But I mean, we had to retweet his too. I mean, yeah, that, yeah, I mean, it, it's a give and a take and it, everyone who's part of the share tweets community knows you give a little, you get a little, you know, help out, help a brother out here and there. And Kirk, Kirk and Karen are two of the nicest people and they definitely, I don't know if they know it or not, or, um, or if they, they really paid attention, but they definitely, um, they definitely help out a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of small accounts by doing that um, when when they did it. And uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of names out there now that, um, you know, are are standards. And I don't think they would be where they are without those two people. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, they you never think about that. Like the people, you know, who get passed on the way up, who totally helped out them, the little accounts when they had 100, 100 followers or whatever, you know. Absolutely. Got, got eyes on those early tweets. So, yeah, shout out to all the people sharing little account tweets. Um, I know some of the bigger accounts do, like, small account Sunday, and they'll ask for accounts with less than however many followers uh, to send tweets. So that's a great way to um, get out there, too, if you're just a little account. If you're just a little account listening right now, send your tweets out, and maybe someone will see them. Yeah, that's that's uh, very good advice because, I mean... That's what we did. It's hard to, to get... Yep, Absolutely. 
and it's hard to get noticed just by praying that somebody stumbles across your timeline and thinks you're funny. Yeah, the timeline visits are very few and far between. They got to be exactly out there in the wild, the wild For timelines. Sure. Okay, great. So I think we uh, have got to know you a little bit from that. Um, we spoke a little bit about your hiatus, but we'll get to that later. That's what we oh, call excellent. a tease. <laughs> so we've teased the story where you take a hiatus. Um, okay, so now oh, that was excellent. <laughs> so now let's get to your actual story that you have brought for us. It is called Chicken Sandwich Dilemma. So please, please grace us with your tale. Okay. Um, so another another uh, story that starts out um, when I probably had too much to drink. So I was with a band at a time, and uh, we all. You know, we got done practicing and um, we all got doing things we shouldn't have been doing. Of course, um, you know, the, the illegal things came out as in marijuana. I don't know if you can say oh, that. Oh, uh, well, technically I'm in Canada right now and legislation has been put forward to legalize the uh, sale of recreational marijuana in July 2018. So I think by the time this yeah. comes out, I mean, we're almost in a gray area. So I think we're in the clear. Yeah. So if you want to uh, come and arrest me for like something that happened five years ago, Donald Trump. Don't you know. do it, Trump. <laughs> I know you're listening. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that, so I know there's like that gr- that really uh, wacky period when you're drunk and also um, high. And um, I pulled out Pokemon and started playing that. Nice. And, Pokemon uh, go everything here? got very, uh, you know, blendy and room started spinning. So I was like, I'm just I'm going to go to bed to okay. sleep on the couch. Yeah. Uh, I woke up probably about six hours later and everyone was gone. Uh-oh. Went, they probably went home. Um, and I was at my friend's house. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to stay here. I'm sober. So I'm going to drive home. So I drove home and I was very hungry. Uh, so I, I stopped by uh, on the way home a Wawa, which for people listening that don't know what Wawa is, it is a beloved uh, convenience store and slash gas station in the uh, tri-state area. Uh, that is has some of the best uh, food. You know, it's made to order. So if you're in like Pennsylvania, like a Sheets would be like similar, or any. Like, <laughs> I don't. Like a I don't get any of these references. I was like, tri-state uh, area. <laughs> what? What are these states? Tri-state area would be uh, like New Jersey, uh, Pennsylvania, and like Delaware. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, tr- good. Three states. Yeah. I mean, it's the best three states. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, if you if you mention Wawa to somebody around here, it's it's about you know that that's church to them. Um, so I stopped there and I went. I was like, I'm gonna get something to eat. Bring you like whatever you want to order. And I was like, I could really go for like a chicken sandwich. So they came up with three different options. It was like you know blue chicken sandwich. It was like chicken and bacon. It was like chicken avocado. And I was like, you know, I don't know which one I want. Uh-huh. This is the de- uh-huh. this is the at- titled chicken sandwich dilemma. Yeah, here's where it comes this in. This is it. This is this is the big wrap up. Um, so I ordered all three of them. What? Yeah. Um, so you know, I'm young and reckless. I'm gonna go ahead and order all three chicken sandwiches, and I did. And I got home, and I was like, "This is gonna be great. I'm gonna eat three chicken sandwiches." And I didn't. I ate like half of one and fell asleep. Mm. Like in the kitchen. In the kitchen. I woke up. Or what? No, I was in bed. I was eating chicken sandwich right. in bed, Stephen. You brought him straight else? to I mean, bed. <laughs> where, where <laughs> why would, would, you, why would you stop in where you eat the food? Just no, straight yeah. put it on your pillow. I, in retrospect, I probably should have. I would have stayed up if that's I was exactly, in the kitchen. Yeah, just like oh. uh, that's the move. For any future very hungry, very tired people, just eat it in the kitchen before you go to bed. You won't fall asleep yeah. with it. But uh, in the morning, I woke up and I was uh, obviously surrounded by chicken sandwiches. Great, because guess what? Up. I'm going to eat them. Yeah. And I did. Did you heat them up or did yeah. you just eat them cold? Uh, I don't know if I want to answer that, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Are you taking the fifth on this? Uh, yeah, we'll take the fifth. But, I mean, obviously, if I'm not going to answer it, it probably means I ate them cold, right? Just imagine the grossest way to eat them, and that's why yeah. he's not answering. <laughs> yeah. David Hasselhoff style off the floor. Exactly. <laughs> That's I a mean, perfect image for it what is, happened that night. Especially for the next day when you're all hungover and you're just like, uh, yeah. I'm on the floor now. Yeah, I didn't feel like getting up. The microwave was downstairs and uh, yeah, I just popped them right in, as they say. No one says that. But. Uh, well, <laughs> we starting it? We starting that here now? Yeah, we'll pop them in. Pop it. In, that's that's a chicken. And uh, it was solved by, um, you know, if you're in America, why not both? And uh, in this case... 
Yes. Why not all three? Classic American ending to Excess. that story, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, thanks for sharing that story with us. Wawa. Big plug for Wawa sandwiches. Wawa. Wawa. Do they have like a little jingle you can sing right now? <laughs> uh, they have a Hoagie Fest song, which I'm not going to sing, but if you're listening, you should Google Hoagie Fest. And uh, the great music of Wawa. Yeah, we'll just take a minute. You can pause the po- pause the podcast right now. Go listen to that, and then come back. The DJ's playing your favorite song. You got your toes in the sand, and it won't be long until everybody's singing along. It's the Wawa Hoagie Fest. Having a ball, playing with your friends. The day's so sunny, hope it never ends. You just can't wait to do it again. It's the Wawa Hoagie Fest. Okay, I'm assuming that everyone listened to it and now they're back. And wow, what a jingle. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I I feel like I have to plug that because hoagies are maybe not like a thing people say. I think, I mean, Uh, I'm familiar with it, but I've been to uh, the tri-state area. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, hoagies are submarine sandwiches or grinders or... uh, Heroes and grinders, grinders from that Adam Sandler song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, people know. But yeah, thank you for, yeah, thanks for uh, dissecting these local references that not everybody might get. We might have people listening in Finland. And uh, yeah, anybody in Finland can, uh, you just go ahead and suck it. So, oh no. (laughs) Shout out to Malt Skull, who's in Finland. I hope he listens. I love that dude. Yeah, he's the best. Uh, we're hoping to have him on soon. Uh, all right. So thank you, Will, for that lovely story about the tri-state area and chicken sandwiches. Uh, all right. You're welcome. So now let's get in to the very funny tweets provided by Benjamin himself at Upside Down Trash. So I asked people to send me their three favorite tweets that they've written, uh, and these are what you went with. So we'll just uh, I will read them, and then we can talk about if there's any. It's dramatic. Yeah, I'll do a dramatic reading, and then we will uh, discuss uh, at length to get behind the curtain of how these were these were created. Uh, awesome. So, 3.34 p.m. on July 6, 2015, at Upside Down Trash Tweets. I get home and realize where my house stood. A shark now sits, dressed as a house with its mouth open. Shark. Nervously makes house noises. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way to there's no good way to read that right no it's <laughs> but not, it's so no. funny that it's just it's un unknowable how to perform that tweet but uh one of the funniest house noises is probably the the biggest punch right yeah uh that's that's i remember writing that tweet um i was outside for a smoke uh at my job and i came back in and i was about to board the elevator and of course like you're just trying to think of you know what are you going to tweet next um, and, uh, I started thinking about <clears throat> my biggest fear in life and that was York. And, um, and I thought maybe, you know, if I never spent another moment in the ocean, you know, a shark probably could never kill me, but I think that they would find a way. <laughs> so I, I, I always joke that I'd be like, you know, driving down the highway and like an aquarium truck would run by and like get in an accident and it would be full of sharks and it would, uh, you know, get knocked over and, like, it would, all the sharks would be, like... Shark would flop over. Or, yeah. And then, like, it, w- it would be, like, okay, there were there were no casualties from the crash scene, but there was one dude who got eaten by a shark. Uh, his car is perfectly fine, but he's dead. Um, <laughs> It'd be, like, so, the, uh, you know the person who quotes those stats, like, you're more likely to die in a car accident than get eaten by a shark. Be, like, oh, yeah. that's a weird Venn diagram. <laughs> Except that one guy. Yeah, that one guy. Um, ooh, yeah. He gets both. So, he checks both boxes. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, yeah, that would be me. So I was trying to make it uh, a little more, uh, I guess, accessible and not uh, more than 140 uh, characters. And actually, I got I got to the end of that um, that first paragraph there um, before the shark dialogue. And there, just as is. Yeah. Um, and then I sat down at my desk and I just penned that last line, um, a little something more. And it, that ended up kind of being, you know, the line that sold it the most. Uh, and I remember writing it and I and I sent it to like the only group DM that I was at the time because I was still really small when I wrote it. 
And I was like, this is it. This is this is the best tweet I'll ever write. <laughs> and this is my magnum opus. I'm never going to write anything better. And I still think that holds true. I think wow, that's still accurate. Yeah, that, that's the backstory to House Shark. And, shark house. and there is a question about that later, but we'll get to the questions later. The myriad of questions. You know, you broke the record for most questions submitted to this podcast. Did I? <laughs> yeah, the, you're the fourth well, guest. But Most so of far, them are like negative questions like, how there, dare you? There's and, a few yeah, so. neg- negative Nellies out there, but the, you're going to get those. You know, it's the internet. Okay, next tweet by Penjamin. Sorry, I got distracted. Uh, it was the 20th of November in 2015 at 9.27 p.m. when you said, Mom says, what are you hiding in there? Nothing. Yeah. Vin Diesel noises from the closet. Mom, is Vin Diesel in there? Yes. Vin Diesel from the closet. No. <laughs> <laughs> excellent <laughs> again a lot of dialogue a lot of back and forth you got yeah. vin diesel in a closet that's one part you got the mom asking questions you're you're playing dumb you're like nothing and then you admit it you're like yeah vin diesel's in there and vin diesel stick staying true says no yeah so um what do you think makes this one one of your favorites no, I think I think this is my favorite um, of my dialogue tweets, um, just because I think it's so. Um, and I love I love the fact I love I love the little ending um, <laughs> that Vin Diesel says no, and it would obviously be Vin Diesel, like obviously, <laughs> yeah, like in the closet. Everyone knows at this point, and if Vin Diesel says no, and you you're like, okay, that's Vin Diesel's voice, and they're like, oh, okay, well, I guess he's not in there. <laughs> um, sensical dialogue. I, I kind of strive for. I don't always hit it, but uh, I I love little tweets like that that um that don't really I don't know much sense out of Twitter because a lot of people wouldn't understand that joke or really get it. But I try to something out of you know not yeah much. I try to you try push to, it yeah, like it's yeah. riskier thing, but it's it's the word uh, it's uh, <laughs> finding the the diamonds in the nuance of everyday life. And Vin Diesel. Uh, and Vin so Diesel. Uh, I mean, he's not a walking punchline. He's just a punchline in this joke. And, and it could be anybody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah guess, right. right yeah, you could, re- you could replace Vin Diesel with uh, whoever, Paul Giamatti, you know, when he's in there. Yeah. Okay, well, it's a great tweet. I guess tweet. a sample <laughs> of um, noises, which I guess try, I tried to become my, my trademark there, but... The different noises uh, where you just, like, say something noises... And, yeah, and it lets the imagination run wild. Yeah, what could it be? Well, yeah, it's Vin that, Diesel. I think, I think that's. Kind of I think that's the beauty of some of these. Is sort of like what can your mind paint a picture of your words, right? On the from the tweets. Yeah. Um, okay, so your third tweet that you sent in. Um, it was March eleventh, two thousand seventeen. Old, paunchy, and alone, he caresses the chiseled face captured on canvas so long ago. He laments to an empty room. No one weeps like Gaston. <laughs> I didn't do a good Gaston voice, but you get the idea, everybody. <laughs> Gaston. That was an excellent Gaston voice. Uh. Thank you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Gaston, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, no, no one bangs like Gaston, right? This big song. Uh, and it's mm-hmm. just a just a sad take on it, right? Just just like trying to paint that picture. Yeah. Um so this this tweet was actually a draft that um, was sitting around for a while, and um, I don't usually do uh, serious tweets. So um, this one, it, it, while it is kind of a joke, uh, morbid picture. Yeah. Um, and I think it's probably one of my most well written tweets, um, in the fact that it's you know like there's prose and you yeah. know it, it it almost sounds like it's written by somebody that knows what they're doing. Yeah, it flows. It's well written. Thank you. It, um, uh, yeah, it captures the moment. He laments. Really captures the essence, right? You're using yeah. descriptors, great descriptors. Thank you. And yeah, I think that's that's why that one uh, sticks with me so much. And it's it's uh, it's definitely one that I'm proud of for different reasons than I'm proud of the other two. Um, but I really like it, and I really like how much other people like it because it's one of those tweets where like you're happy that you tweeted it, and you're happy that if anybody hits that like button or hits the retweet button, yeah. But it's good to see you know something you really like have success too, and that's that's something really cool that you that you share something that you created and people like it a lot. 
Yeah. And uh, you're not best. just sharing it to an empty room. Yeah, that's the best. That's why we do it. Do it for the yeah. love. Um, Absolutely. So those are the three tweets, awesome tweets. Um, but I couldn't help but notice that one was missing, so I had to uh, pull one from the archives. Um, my favorite one of yours and one of my favorites of all time. And it is obviously first day working at Hotel California. Guest. I'd like to check out me. Sure, you're all set. Guest. Thank you. Leaves. Boss comes out. Can I see you in my office? (laughs) (laughs) Because you can check out, but you can't leave (laughs) Hotel California. Anyways, one of the best tweets probably of all time. Uh, First day working at Hotel California. I'm going to put it in the show notes. So please, everyone, go and like that tweet. Retweet it. It should have probably a million likes. Uh, yeah, that, that one is, uh, thank you for those kind words. Um, that one, uh, was a spur of the moment. I was in, I was in a, a DM room called Hotel California, which I'm sure there are a thousand of them, but at the time that one was called Hotel California. And I, I wrote it offhand, like spur of the moment. And I wasn't, it's one of those things you just hit, you know, you know, hit send and don't worry about whether you spelled something right. Or at least I do. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he has so name. Much- he, he has <laughs> name. There's fun typos that you do. Tons. So, um, uh, yeah, everything worked out in that one. And uh, I thought it was maybe, I thought it was maybe an overdone joke, but I don't know why. Um, and I felt like I was, I was beating a dead horse with Hotel California. Mm-hmm because it's been around for so long and everybody, I'm sure there's a thousand hotel California tweets out there. And, and believe me, people have sent me them. Oh yeah. That's the uh, (laughs) downside of having a very popular tweet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I love that because hotel California is one of the first songs I ever learned to play on guitar. So this tweet means a little more to me because of that. Yeah. Um, so that song will always be a part of me. And for me now to be the Hotel California guy, <laughs> it's uh, something pretty weird and special. It's such a lovely place. <laughs> such a lovely place. Thank you. Um, okay, so that is great. We got to the bottom of the Hotel California bit. Love that one. Uh, so, And then I asked you to send some tweets from some other people, which is tough because there's so many great, hilarious, funny people in our town and community online. And um, these are just a few of the said people. Um, so first, from the aforementioned Space Girl Incognito, uh, at I am Space Girl on Twitter, uh, the tweet is, <clears throat> McDonald's in 1985, okay. The boss. Uh, playground ideas? Divorced Hank says, A hot metal jail made from the head of a hamburger man. Boss, first of all, I love it. <laughs> That's the <laughs> end of the joke. <laughs> the boss loves it because we all remember, I mean, most most of us, right? Who are we? We're old guys. We're like around 30, and we know about these old McDonald play places. Yeah. Uh, with the hot, yeah, hot metal he- heads. <laughs> And that's that's one that um wow I saw that because I, I spend very little time on the timeline um to avoid Trump tweets mostly uh-huh. um I saw that one and um that's one that she didn't really share with anybody and that one took off very quickly because it's so good and um I think I think you can see a comment on um on that tweet from me because uh, two hours prior um she she was writing off tweeting she's like i'll never i'll never tweet another funny oh. tweet ever again and we all go through those lulls yeah. where we just we never think we'll do it again we lost the touch and everything but um it was like legitimately like an hour before she tweeted this one that's always and like she dropped that one dawn, like, my yeah. man. <laughs> and i was like you, you you gotta be kidding me like this so that one man that one sticks with me it's so good it's just first of all i love it <laughs> it's it's awesome there's a lot going on but yeah. sky is one of the best and obviously uh a lot of her tweets are just hilarious on so many levels um that one's hitting a lot of levels right the nostalgia Absolutely. 85 <laughs> you got the boss just the boss being out of character loving a bad idea it's just great <laughs> uh <laughs> like the boss totally on board it's like in dumb- and, and the best thing about that is that you know as someone who remembers those those hot metal hamburger heads like this this scenario that she paints is makes the most sense yeah. because why else would you do that yeah because <laughs> out of context it's scary it's terrifying yeah but we went inside the heads and we we had fun inside them i guess but 
I remember them being incredibly hot. That's what yes. that's what really touched me. Like the sun would heat those bad boys up, and then you tell kids to get on those. I don't know. Yeah, divorced Hank should not have listened to him. <laughs> okay, it's uh, a different time. So, so the next tweet from the inimitable Butt Sword at Butt Sword, uh, who is a bird um, on Twitter, uh, and our good friend. Uh, so his hilarious tweet is. Uh, 911 dispatcher says, 911, what's your emergency? Me. Hello? GameStop? That's it. <laughs> That's the tweet. It's so simple, yet so effective. <laughs> what did you like about this Dimitri tweet? Uh, it is so uh, that um, I envy where he wants and people will eat it up. And everything he does is absolutely genius. Um, <laughs> and this tweet here is probably his one of his underperforming tweets and i think it should have a bajillion more uh, interactions but um so i first read this tweet while i was getting my hair cut um my fiance Wait. cuts my hair she's okay a hair i was like can you do that can you do that first <laughs> choice do they let you <laughs> <laughs> so i i first read it and i and i cracked up so hard it was one of those moments where you can't stop yourself from laughing and she was in the middle of buzzing the back of my Uh-oh. head and i was like i'm sorry you're just gonna have to stop because i i can't stop laughing at this and i read it four or five <laughs> more times and laughed you know four or five more times and um she was she's just at that point she was like you have to put your phone down don't even think about it don't think about anything else i just want to get your your hair done and then you can read it as much as you want and, and i did and <laughs> you got the haircut and it turned out great i'm sure it was probably a little bit screwed up because I couldn't stop uh, laughing, but that's mostly it. good, right? Under this yeah. scenario, as good as you can get. Yeah, she said that she never, she didn't mess up because she's the best. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm trying to, yeah, nah, she's a best. Yeah. yeah, she's great. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're giving her shout out yet or yet or at the end, but um, shout out to her. <laughs> <laughs> at Corey Soros. There you go, at Corey Soros. Everyone on Twitter. She's not funny. Her best tweet I wrote for her. Oh, here we go. Behind the behind the curtain. <laughs> um, okay, so the final tweet that we've uh, sent from one of our other friends uh, is from friend of the show, Mark McGark, at Markedly. Um, have you heard? I believe he has a podcast, uh, Making Friends with Mark McGark. Um, Will, do you know anything about this? I have not heard anything about this, and... <laughs> I'm even offended that you would mention it on in this hallowed hall. <laughs> well, I've, I, I've I been listening. Hey, I've all, been listening, so and, uh, and it's great. It's got great artwork. I'm not sure who did the artwork. Will, do you know who did the artwork for that podcast? It was some really brilliant guy. I can't remember his name. But, right, he, um, he goes by many yeah. names. <laughs> yeah, a man of many names. Um, all right, well, Will did the artwork for that podcast, so go check it out. Uh, I think it's ma- Making Friends with Mark McGark. I think it's McGark Pod on Twitter, so go check it out. Um, he's gotten gotten good people on, I don't know, getting some pretty good Well, he doesn't interviews. have me on, so. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. All right, so <laughs> this tweet, though, is one of my favorite of all time again. Uh, it's right up there with Hotel California. It is had made me laugh so many times. I've retweeted it countless times. Um, everyone follow at Markedly on Twitter. And <clears throat> the tweet goes like this. Two ways sharks can die. One, if they stop swimming. Two, if they start swimming. Into my fists. <laughs> <laughs> so you can tell that uh, that was tweeted from the Bronx, uh, New York. Uh, uh <laughs> Because it's just a totally Bronx tweet, I think. Uh, one of the funniest, like sharks, like he's threatening sh- sharks to start swimming into his fists. Uh, just so much, so many hilarious things going on in that tweet. Uh, again, the sharks, though, right? I guess it's a common theme. Yeah, uh, I guess so. Yeah, and um, I, I mostly mentioned that uh, you know sharks are one of my favorite animals. Um, probably top five, maybe top three, and. Um, I hate them so much, but man, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta respect sharks. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to and like they're, you, they're but just... uh, I have to respect you. <laughs> exactly. And, um, I think, I think, I think my shark tweet versus his shark tweet, sides mm. of it, it's some, you know, one person that, uh, is actively fearing sharks and, um, <laughs> <laughs> one person is actively threatening them. Yeah. 
Um, and if you check out the thread on, on that tweet, you can see how much I love that tweet and how much I have. At one point, I asked Mark <clears throat> if I could um, quote tweet it just to pin it on my page. And I did for a while, um, but more, more people were retweeting my quote tweet than his uh, tweet, which I didn't want at all. No, um, yeah, so that's a side effect of the quote tweet. Yeah, it's one of those tweets that like you see it every time you'll retweet it. Um, that that's one of them for me. Um, yeah, for me, it too. does not get by me. No, yeah. Whenever I see that one, uh, I had to I had to get it back in the TL because everyone needs to see this, and especially sharks. Like sharks need to know what's up. Yeah, and uh, if any sharks are listening, um, my friend Mark will not have any of your shit. Um, <laughs> so if you want to come into my house again, uh, I got a guy. Yeah, <laughs> Mark's now. got your Mark's got your back. Sh- re sharks. Yeah, anything right. else he doesn't. But yeah, when sharks, I'm gonna call him. <clears throat> cool. All right. So those are all the tweets. Um, reading tweets is hard, but we got through it. Um, <clears throat> so let's talk briefly before we get into the hundreds and hundreds of questions. Um, it's just some of the other stuff that you're doing on Twitter that is really uh, fun. You do a lot of contests and you're in a lot of DM rooms. You're here and there. You're doing a lot of stuff. So how do you stay so engaged uh, doing all the stuff? You're probably in a million DM rooms. So what's it like for you? Uh, well, I mean, I don't even know how many I'm in, but exactly. I would say, I would say I'm at six to ten. Um, it gets overwhelming. And a lot of those are, you know, you know, like uh, just you know, one-offs and stuff like that. Um, but there, there, there are a few that are near and dear to my heart um, that I will, you know, always come back to. And, um, you know, it, DM rooms, and I know like right when I started, um, DM rooms were starting to kind of be a thing. And before that, like you could only direct message people, just, yeah. just one off. <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to get people to talk about sort of the DM room scene. It's like sort of something that doesn't get talked about. It's like a behind the scenes thing, right? You don't see people um, who are in these rooms, but there's all these different crazy rooms with all these people, uh, you know, doing whatever, sending tweets and having conversations. And like you said, it is a little bit, it can be a bit uh, overwhelming. It's like nonstop 24 hour seven chat rooms yeah. uh, going on. But, you know, uh, but- Go yeah, ahead. it's it's a great way to meet people and a great way to make friends. And I mean, you're a perfect example of this. We're sitting here because, you know, uh, you know, we met on the timelines many times. But, you know, until we were in uh, chat rooms together, like that's that's when things started to take off. So, yeah, and I guess it's definitely it's different. Levels. It's definitely, yeah, it's like the next level. Yeah, it's definitely more intimate. Um, and it's it's a great way for um I would actually say it's it's the best way to to kind of start your career on Twitter because building building a group of friends on the timeline is is all right, but um, actually sharing something with people and, and talking to them on a daily basis really builds that camaraderie. And um, <clears throat> as as I guess if you if you follow me, you'll notice that I you know I've recently hung out with a couple of people from Twitter, and those are people that I have been talking to you know throughout my entire stay on Twitter. And if it wasn't for DM rooms, man, I don't know if I would ever have the courage to be like, yeah, I fully know this person and I'm willing to like invite them over to my house and have them stay because they're great people. And I wouldn't, wouldn't have known about them without DM rooms. And that's such a great way to make friends and a great way to, to, to reach out to other people and really get your name out there. Um, but on that, on that subject, um, so cool to just add people to your DM rooms without inviting them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's, (laughs) it's a lot, there's a lot of sort of unspoken etiquette about it, right? You, you don't want to like spam people. You don't want to be adding people to weird rooms with a thousand people or like adding people to a room where there's like brands (laughs) in for like who invited Highliner (laughs) chips, fish and chips into this room. (laughs) Like why is Highliner fish and chips in here? Like, So the I'm usually the asshole adding brands. So, right. <laughs> uh, but that'll be just like in like, you know, in our group and like, you know, places where like I feel comfortable enough that if I add Doritos, everybody will be like, yeah, all right. Doritos belongs here. Yeah, um, <clears throat> they usually uh, end up leaving because they don't want to be there. Yeah. It would suck to be the uh, marketing intern who has to leave all these DM rooms for Doritos <laughs> uh, Twitter account. Yeah. Yeah, I think Doritos and uh, Taco Bell have probably been the two I've added to the most rooms. Um, <laughs> if, if Doritos or Taco Bell are listening, uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm not going to stop. Live Moss. Yeah, I got to live Moss. Whatever the Doritos thing is. <laughs> Get bold or something. Yeah. <clears throat> um, 
Uh, yeah, okay. So that was a nice little touch on uh, DM rooms. One other thing um, that you're doing that I think is cool. I know other people do it, but I've recently um, been listening to a lot of the songs on your music thread. So you post a thread, and it's like songs I'm jamming on right now or whatever. Uh, and it's great. Uh, a lot of great songs, and you add to it spora- <laughs> sporadically. Um, and there's a lot of songs that were near, or bands and songs that were near and dear to my heart. Um some of which, but not limited to, Saves the Day, Brand New, uh, The Get Up Kids, uh, Monine, Alexis on Fire. So some great Canadian content, too. Uh, do you want to yeah. talk a little bit about your little Spotify playlist tweet? Sure, absolutely. Um, and I noticed you've got Devil and God back there, which I, I just picked up on like five minutes ago. Excellent. Um, yes. I would pull mine out, but it's a little bit out of arm's reach. Does yours um, have the sticker on it? Let's just talk a little inside baseball. <laughs> Does yours uh, have, it was... doesn't. It's from um, – it's – I think I have two copies. One one is from – it was like a limited tour release when they first pressed it. Oh. and um, So one's gold and one is white. Oh, baby. Um, yeah, so it's – that album is amazing, and it's probably one of my favorite albums of all time. Agreed. Um, me too. So we're talking about Brand New, the band Brand New, and the album Devil and God Are Raging Inside Me. Uh, one of the best albums yeah, ever. I got it on vinyl back there. I don't have the limited edition tour gold Whoa. edition vinyl, but I would <laughs> definitely get that if I could. Uh, yeah, and, and there was... This one's the white one, but yeah. Yeah, and so there, um, there's no <clears throat> Yeah, I don't, I don't know how many of those are pressed, but um, it was around the first pressing of it. Well, very jealous of that. So yeah, you got so... You got great musical taste, IMO. Um, so loved all Thank those you. tracks. Um, so f- as far as the thread goes... Um, I recently started, is anybody from the, I guess the 2000 era uh, getting into music like that um, would know if you're, if you're a music fan now, man, you have Spotify, you have Tidal, you have, you know, all these great music things to get your music from. And it's great. Um, back, back in our day, man, we, we would download stuff from like Kazaa or Napster and load up our iPods that were like, you know, big bricks. And we put it all on our computer and we have to download it. And it was a time consuming process and it was the only thing I knew. But recently um, I got Spotify and it's been a life changing experience because all of the music that I had ever downloaded or ever listened to, you know, 10, 15 years ago uh, is at my fingertips now. And uh, I want to share with people and um, because that those those tunes are like, you know, those are near and dear to my heart, as you said. And um, it, it became something that um, I just, you know, I just kind of wanted to get out and, you know, let people know that this is the kind of person I am. This is the kind of music I listen to. And, you know, if, if by chance you stumble across a song that you never heard before and you're listening to it and you like it and you decide to check out that band, um, that's great. And um, a lot of, you know, recommendations from bands that I've completely fallen in love with and have changed my life came from, you know, I've said, hey, you should check this out. So, you know, it's not something that I want to shove down your throat. It's not something that I want to say, hey, check this out. You know, you should really check this out. I think you would like it. But, you know, it's there if you want to listen. It's there if you want to check these bands out, these songs. Um, They're just a few of my favorite takes. Um, But I guess the funny part is um, this was something that was so passive that it was like, hey, I had this thread going on and I'm just going to keep adding into it until someone says shut up. But I had uh, through Spotify, I discovered the Wonder Years, which... um, has now become like one of you know my favorite bands in the past couple of months. Um, and I posted one song and uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda happened to come across my timeline and comment on uh, this one song. The creator yeah. of Ham- Hamilton Broadway musical, Lin-Manuel Miranda? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he, he commented on a song that I just basically put up and said, hey, if you like this, listen to it. And he he liked it and he felt compelled enough to let me know. And I thought that was the coolest thing, man. No, but um, then what, then what happened? And then it blew up. <laughs> and then in addition to that, the lead singer of wonder years commented on it as well that's, and said, Hey man, thanks for looking. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Comes full circle. In Manuel Miranda is great. Yeah. But like that meant a little more to me. I'm going to say, that, yeah, that's something crazy, but it was like the Lin-Manuel Miranda thing meant a lot to Wonder Years guy. And then yeah. that in turn meant a lot to you comes full circle. Uh, the magic of Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it was, it was a nuts day, man. And, um, as far as people like checking their notification, that was the day I threw out my phone because yeah. it wasn't even like on a tweet that I wanted to do well. 
Like, yeah, it has nothing to do with you. It's, it's not like really, like yeah, your content. It's crazy. But, wow, still good work. Um, you know, bringing awareness to great music. Like all those bands mentioned, everyone go check out uh, the playlist, and I will link to that on the show notes for this episode. Thank you so much, dude. And it's, um, I, I, I really appreciate people giving feedback on that because that's that's something, I guess, more more personal than, you know, tweets. I mean, I like to make people laugh, but like those are songs that speak to me and I, I'm glad that, you know, people are enjoying it. Yeah, you've curated a good list. And I think I've said, and now like it opens up a dialogue, right? Like I think I sent you a song that I, or from a band that I like, Born Ruffians. Yeah. Um, not their best song that I sent, but it's sort of just like, uh, hey, this is a good band you should check out, um, Born Ruffians. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it's really good to have that sweet, sweet musical dialogue and you got good songs on your track. Everyone listen to it. Um, I don't know if you want them to follow you on Spotify. That's kind of weird, right? <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, if they want to, I mean, it's Spotify is weird because you can, um, you can, you know, just see what people are listening to. And yeah. I think that's cool and also extremely creepy, but it is. Uh, I, I like it. Um, and Spotify, and is, is, if you don't have Spotify, I would definitely recommend it. And it is, it, as I said, it's life changing. Yeah, for sure. And I also tried Apple Music. So for Apple Music people out there, I thought that was good too. But I ended up back on Spotify. And I agree with you, Will, 100%. Any song that you want or whatever, like my little nieces want to listen to the Frozen song, Let It Go, boom, Uncle Steve's got that under control right now. So it's nice. great having it. Uh, you know, you can listen to any song. There's some good playlists. Uh, and you can make your own playlists. And it's all good for yeah yep. for a low, low price. And if you can split it and get a family plan, that's even better. For sure. Okay, so good. We've mentioned the sweet music thread. Um, we've mentioned your friendly back and forth that with celebs like Mark Hoppus and Lin Manuel Miranda, creator of Hamilton on Broadway. Don't stop. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> on that topic, what other celeb encounters have you had online? What is sort of your more memorable, like one or two of your more memorable oh. interactions? Um, you gotta have one or two that pop to mind. I mean, that Lin Manuel and Wonder Years guy is probably up there. Yeah, I mean the. Those are pretty cool. Um, I have, you know, you know, celebrity likes here and there, celebrity retweets um, are, are great. Um, hey, man, Mark Hoppus interacting with me online, man, that's that's one thing that that I can't really stress enough how bizarre and surreal it is. Um, and it's it's really cool. It's really, really cool. Um, and that that if, if you follow me, you know, the the, the dumb egg tweet that I did to um, all the small things, uh, replacing basically every noun with the word egg. <laughs> um, yeah and that I mean, is that's something just, uh, i was it was like a saturday morning uh we were getting ready for breakfast and you know me and my fiance usually sing stupid songs to each other and that's you know one of them that came out um and i put the phone down and i went to like i guess you know make coffee and i come back and mark hoppus has commented on this tweet um <laughs> playing along with the whole egg thing and saying blink one eggy two yeah. which i think is probably one of my favorite tweets of all time now Definitely, um, and definitely then, best reply though. Yeah, absolutely. It's so excellent, and um, it's it's just super cool. I did to deserve it, but um, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty cool that it's happening. It's the best. Uh, yeah, I am also a huge. Uh, I mean, growing up for me, Mark Hoppus was like one of my heroes, um, and to see him interact uh, with you was great. Uh, and how much of a jolt you got out of it uh, for something so silly, right? And just because you're silly, we're being silly. It's silly. Everyone likes to be silly. And then all of a sudden, Mark Hoppus is joining in on the fun. So uh, yeah. very cool. Very cool, Will. Uh, great work with the celeb interactions. Thanks. Again, I don't know what I did to deserve it, but um, it's there and it's it's pretty cool. All right. Well, we've been chatting a long time. I'm dying to get to these questions. We got all the questions we got to get to. So um, sure. we're going to jump right into it. So Mark McGark, here we go. Aforementioned, already mentioned on the oh, podcast. God. Check him out. Great artwork on the podcast. Uh, the question is simply egg. <clears throat> egg. The answer is egg. There you have it, Mark. So, um, yeah, I think that, I think we just talked about the egg thing, right? So question, mm -hmm. egg, answer, egg. Uh, great. So now our pal, the hype at the hype with three Y's, uh, asks, how does trash taste? How does trash taste? Um, huh. I think he's saying because you're a, uh, raccoon raccoon i guess yeah well i think it's presumptuous of hype let's get that let's get that straight um, here it comes so um first of all just because i'm a raccoon online doesn't mean that i eat trash 
No, there you go. But it's decent. <laughs> it's decent. There you have it. It's decent. So give it a try. Hype, go on and give it a try. Well, he knows a lot about trash. Oh, so. shots fired <laughs> from the podcast. <laughs> I'll edit it out. No, I won't. <laughs> okay. Um, so next question comes from our friend Pale Space Rider at True Grit Rumble. Uh, and he asks, what's his maiden name? Uh, I don't. You don't give that kind of information. I'm not married yet, but um, so if you know me, um, I guess if you know you, you obviously have my 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 whole name. Um, oh, I have this information right in front of me right now. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I will answer that in the most impersonal way I possibly can, and say that my name is Penis Butman Penis. Um. So there's my maiden name. Butman. Um, the answer would but- be Butman. Butman. Yeah. Thank you, penis. Um, so next question <laughs> is from the also aforementioned Space Girl Incognito at I am Space Girl, one of the best on Twitter. Uh, thank you so much for submitting a question. Her question is, uh, F, Mary, kill. You know, that's scenario. Mm-hmm. F, Mary, kill. Uh, Peter Gabriel, Brad Pitt, uh, David Bowie. See, she knows this one is particularly difficult for me. Um, oh, it's and, a lot of inside uh, yeah. knowledge coming to bear here. Yes, yeah, so wasn't it's not it's not a very nice question, but let's go with okay. I find I found a way out here. You can so also I'm swear. Gonna... I said F, but <laughs> it's a podcast. Okay. We can swear. <laughs> CRTC ain't well, actually, listening to us. If if I if I curse, uh, can you bleep me out? Because I've always wanted to be bleeped. I think it's funnier. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll you don't have to I will try. Though. Yeah, I'll, I, I will say that okay. I will try. So if okay. it's, if it's so, bleeped, I did uh, it. <laughs> so, f- uh, Peter Gabriel. Wait, no, 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 no. Let's go. Let's let's marry Peter Gabriel. We'll f- Brad Pitt and we'll kill David Bowie, even though it breaks my heart. But he's already dead. So okay, I, yeah. I, I, that's my way out. I think that's perfectly reasonable. So we have uh, Peter Gabriel. Oh no, f- Brad Pitt. Marry yeah. Peter Gabriel and kill. David Bowie, rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, you can't see behind me, but I have a, all those David Bowie. All my David Bowie uh, records are all out because I was listening to them all recently. They're great. And I just want to let her know that this kills me. And uh, That was mean. Thank you, I it guess. It was mean, right? To make you do that? To make, put you through that? You know? Yeah, it's, it's not nice. It's not the nicest, but you know, maybe we'll get a nicer question in the future. Okay, so next questions we have from Space Cat, the very nice and funny Sarah, at Catstronomical on Twitter. Uh, She asks some good questions. Uh, What has been the best aspect of being a part of funny Twitter for you? Uh, It absolutely 100% is meeting all these great funny people and uh, getting to know them and making friends. Uh, Like the the interaction between people... um, it's great. Uh, I mean, obviously, as I brought up last, you know, a couple minutes ago, like meeting, meeting Tom, Sky, Rob, um, Mitch, Sarah, actually, um, who is asking the question. Um, all these people, you know, and, and, and Dave Cactus. Um, oh, yeah. Shout out to Dave Cactus. Like this is it was it was one of the best weekends I've ever had in my life. And it wouldn't have been possible without, um, you know, the interaction with these great people. And that's really really cool yes thank you for your question sarah great great answer too will thank you um okay so a couple more questions from her uh um what's something he always wanted to do but hasn't gotten the chance to um i love to travel or i'd love to travel i guess that's a it's a kind way of saying i don't have the money to but um I would love to go back to London. I would love, love to go to Canada. Um, all these different places that I would love to visit. And uh, I would like to spend the rest of my life just visiting these different places. Um, and I hope I get the chance to. Um, yeah, especially Canada. Just, yeah, definitely, especially <laughs> Canada. Yes. Brought to you by the Board of Canada Travel Agency. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I guess travel more would be the question. All right. Well, thank you for uh, thank you for all your questions, Sarah. Okay, this is what we've alluded to. It's a question from our own friend Will DeBeast, 
at Flash Ember on Twitter. Um, and his question is, why did he quit Twitter that one time for quite a while? Be specific, please. Uh, <clears throat> so this is a loaded question. It's loaded, and we knew that. I teased it at the beginning. It's going to be uh, – yeah. this, is, this is what people tune in for. This is a juicy, juicy story. So the answer is uh, is John himself, Wildebeest. Uh, I, yeah, it's – that's it. That's the reason. Oh, wow. Okay. That's it. There you have it, John. Uh, that's the answer. The hiatus was your fault. So, uh, yeah, that, basically, that, I mean, um, that is incredibly specific, and I think that answers the question. All right. So, Dean Thompson asks. Uh, if you want me to, we can get into it, um, if you have time. Um, well, I mean, maybe give us the Coles notes. Sure. Um, I think with anybody uh, on Twitter, you can find yourself a bit lost. And, um, I, I definitely was feeling very lost and, um, I have a lot of social anxiety. I have a lot of anxiety as it is in general. Um, and it wasn't helping and it was making things a lot worse. Uh, a lot of the people I had made friends with, I know if I, I'm putting this out there, but, um, obviously this isn't true, but uh, a lot of people I was, I, I was friends with, um, I, I just kind of felt like I had fallen out, um, and wasn't really part of anything anymore. Um, and I had tried to be, I had tried to set up, you know, a safe haven for small accounts um, and um, really kind of, you know, nurture and, and introduce people to, to what Twitter had to offer. And in the same time, I was kind of losing myself um, and the things that were going on in the world um, put on Twitter and you still can't. Um, but I've, I've thought that it would be best for me to just step away. And uh, when I did, I had zero intention of returning. Oh, wow. Um, and, and when I sent it and I, and I let everyone know, as, as with the follow-up to that last question, um, the, the reason Twitter is so special is, is the, the, the friendships you make. And, and that's, that's kind of something that's you know, hard for people to admit is that these people that we talk to on a daily basis, um, even though they're on the internet, um, these people are, you, know, you guys are my best friends. And um, I think that's true with a lot of people. And it's hard for people to admit because we're on the internet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely especially as we grow older and, you know, the friends that you grew up with that you spent so much time with and stuff um, kind of, you know, find it hard to fit into their schedule. Um, you guys are always there and it's, it's something that that's a little more special than, than I think people are, are willing to admit. And so, um, yeah, shout out to, to Tom Trojan sauce and uh, to sky uh, for, for, you know, basically demanding that I come back. But, yeah, right um, when you thought you were out, they pulled you back in. And yeah. <laughs> do you want to talk a little bit about that? Because I kind of wanted to mention that, right? Like, to get to get you back, I don't know if this was for real or not, but uh, when Sky tweeted, she's like, a, th- a thousand retweets, was it? Or uh, it, was, it was something that, that Tom and I had discussed. Um, and we were talking over Snapchat, and he was like, so... And it was just, you know, friendly banter, and it was basically, uh, so what's it going to take to get you back? And I was like, yeah, it's not happening. Right. Uh, it was like, yeah, but what's it going to take? And I was like, <laughs> I was at like 3.5 thousand followers at the time. I was like, yeah, if you get me to 4,000 followers without me tweeting, I'll come that's back. Right. And that was something that I thought was impossible. I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Right. Yeah, because you're not tweeting. You were MIA, not tweeting yeah. at all. And you have a 500 follower, which if you're on Twitter, you know that that just doesn't happen, right? Yeah, 500 that, that, new followers. Unless you pay money and you get bots, it's not going to happen. So for yeah. for Sky to pull this little campaign together to get you back, um, I thought it was really awesome. And obviously, I loved you before you left and really missed you when you were gone. So I was part of it. Tried to try to bump you up and get you those followers. I think I probably got you one or two. Um, but then you did come back and it's been great ever since. So, uh, you know, if you have to leave again, that's fine, but I'd rather that you don't. (laughs) Thank you. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm stronger for it, man. And, um, I I got, I got a chance to really, um, equate myself with, you know, so basically, uh, during that time I got stronger, uh, mentally and I focused on what was important to me. Um, uh, I mean, it happened after I got, you know, I came back on Twitter, but basically I had made the plans and was saving. And um, I proposed to my girlfriend and who is now my fiance. Congratulations. Um, yes. Shout out again. Corey Sars. Yep. Um, so that, that was something that, you know, and developed out of, out of that. Um, and um, I started running. I lost like 50 pounds um, and I got, I got better for me and just tried to focus on what I was, what I was missing. And um, 
it would man it was it was cool to get away from it all because once i came back i realized all the nonsense that like i was stressing out about it's just part of twitter and it's not real man and it's it's just something that you kind of have to filter out and if you're if you're around it 24 7 you find it hard to 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 get away from that's right yes it's the being around it 24 7 uh so everyone out there take breaks please take breaks for yourself and for your sanity and yeah talk to people in real life and uh live live a life um it totally helps uh the have a balance right so awesome well that was beautiful will and thanks for having you back so we got uh, still about a million more questions to go so just gonna run through these real (laughs) quick because we're getting over time my producer is frantically signaling to me that we're over, <laughs> over time so um this but we got to read these ones from friend of the show jess okay fine first friend of the show um now this is less a question more a demand but she says eat a milk hot dog and post a video i don't know if you want to explain that uh you know what if this came from anybody else uh, i would say absolutely not but <laughs> i will do it he's uh, gonna do it everyone you I heard it here it. first we can we can delay that and we'll put it up we'll make a big do out of it i uh, just let me know and we'll post a video on the show notes for this episode Jesse, so I, actually i'm gonna have to find a vegetarian hot dog because i'm vegetarian um oh. but um yeah we'll, we'll make it um my fiance is cringing in disgust because she knows what I'm going to do. Yes, I'm glad. I think we can make we can make hundreds of thousands of people cringe if we get this video circulating online. Um, okay, so another friend of the show, Todd Williams, Todd Poppy Carlos at the Todd Williams asks, if he could ask me any question, what would it be? So if you could I ask wouldn't. Todd, oh, he wouldn't. Todd, you've been burned. Okay, uh, so we keep rolling. Keep this Boom, question, roasted. question trainer rolling uh, from our friend RM at Dorsal Stream. This is a good question. This is the callback to the tweet before about the shark and the house noises. He asks, what do house noises sound like and what's his best imitation? Hit it. So <laughs> I'm guessing like house noises uh, are like, you know, like... Uh, but I guess the better question is, what would house noises sound like from a shark? Ah, yes. That is the next level question. Uh, in which case, man, I don't even know. I don't even know what a shark sounds like. No, if it makes and it's, I, yeah, I don't think they they would, really. Uh, and plus, would the shark be in water or out of water? It would be out of water, right? Out of uh, water, so it's really just sort of like gasping. Yeah, uh, it would. it would be a lot of like wheezing, like, <laughs> yeah. like that but with like a little bit of you know crinkling and house yeah we're really sounds. creating a oral soundscape for the listener yeah <laughs> okay exactly. yeah. um all right so a couple more questions uh from our friend danny at dundlewood uh oh it's another mary sleep with kill spend a day at six flags with oh he had an extra one uh the rock vin diesel jason statham and ludicrous so what were the four options? Marry, sleep with, kill, those same three, uh, and then spend a day at Six Flags with. <laughs> okay. And it was, again, uh, The Rock, Vin Diesel, Jason Statham, and Ludacris. Well, I would marry The Rock, obviously. Um, and I think that would be beneficial to my fiance as well. Um, <laughs> I would go to Six Flags with Vin Diesel. Okay. Um, I would kill Jason Statham. Oh, uh, um who was the last one uh ludicrous luda luda yeah and then and then fuck ludicrous yeah i mean i think that's good does does cory want to give her answer <laughs> uh she's mad because i killed jason statham right. but i don't really like him so she oh, loves him oh mate um, <laughs> mate but, yeah. he was good so her stipulation is vin diesel can only say i am groot the whole time I am Groot. Yeah. Yeah, so, great That's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah, okay. Why great why answer. <laughs> We're sensing some serious animosity about this question being asked. So, <laughs> thanks, Danny. <laughs> Sorry, you caused some uh, strife in the uh, household. All right, so just a couple more, and then we will be finished. We'll be out of here. We'll get uh, ourselves a sodi pop. Um, so from Abe MB at Dubious Rhetoric, he asks, "Why are his glasses taped? Is he Harry Potter?" Uh, no, I'm not Harry Potter, unfortunately. 
Um, I wish. Well, I mean, I don't really, I don't really wish I was, but I wish I went to Hogwarts. Is yeah, that, okay, you know, yeah. something that you read Harry Potter, and it's something that I always got depressed about when I read Harry <laughs> Potter, was that uh, the school I went to wasn't Hogwarts. I'm at when I when I finally turned 18, I was so upset because I didn't get asked to Hogwarts. I was like, my life's over. I'm never going to go to Hogwarts. Yeah, because <laughs> it is real. I don't know if you know. It's a big deal. I wrote it in a way that it totally could be real. And uh, yeah, so I'm not Harry Potter, but I wish I went to Hogwarts. Even if I was just, even if it was just an egg. Just a, lo- a lowly Hufflepuff or something, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't need to, In fact, I don't want to be Harry Potter. I don't want to deal with the stuff he did. Yeah, I just want to go to be class. like gambling on Quidditch matches and skipping spells class or whatever. Yeah, no thank you. Yeah. Um, okay, so now our final question comes from our pal Alligator at Not a Croc. Um, he's not a crocodile; it's an alligator. Uh, is it true he loves alligators, particularly red ones with yellow eyes? So, for the listener, his his AVI is a red gator with yellow eyes. So, this is sort of a pointed question, uh, is it? Yeah. And, you and do, yeah, you the answer do. is absolutely. Of course, we all love Alligator. He's uh, one of the great ones yeah. out there on Twitter. So give him a follow too. Heck, give all these people follows. That's the point of this podcast. So thank you everyone so much for submitting your questions. Um, thank you so much to Will for answering the questions and getting real with us. Then really that's saved for Mark McGark's podcast, Making Friends with Mark McGark. But we can get deep here too, <laughs> talking about tweets, talking about Twitter. Um, so let's wrap it up. Um, Will, sure. do you have any shout outs? Do you have any, anything to promote? Do you have anything you want to, your final words, you know, remember when Jerry Springer did his like part at the end, this is like that part. So for you. Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, if anyone's listening, uh, you know, and they're starting up on Twitter, um, I just want to say, uh, you know, don't give up, uh, if it's something you want and it's something that you think you can do. Um, I mentioned earlier, uh, having that person say, Hey, if that person can do it, I think I can too. Uh, let me be that guy because, uh, I don't think I'm incredibly clever or anything and I'm pretty well for myself. Oh, so and, um, <laughs> um, so my, my, my three main goals in Twitter are, um, make friends, be kind and above all have fun. Yes. Um, that's great. That's what we're here for. I love that. That's going to be awesome. my new MO. <laughs> Take it. Enjoy yeah. it. Run yeah. with it. That's awesome. Well, thanks again, Will. Um, so we have now reached the end of the podcast um, where I play the podcast theme and we say goodbye to everybody. So bye. Thanks for okay. listening, everybody. Then that's the theme playing and we talk like we're saying bye to everybody. Like, bye. Oh, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. No, there's a theme music where. Oh. Yeah. yeah, no, it's good. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, I'm Corey. waving. They can't tell I'm waving. Bye, Will. Yeah, we're Bye, waving. Corey. Bye. We got blue skies overhead. Sun is shining like the weatherman said. The grass is green. This is the best. Summertime's here and it's hoagie fest. You got flip flops on your feet. Wawa's waiting right up the street. A classic hoagie. That's the best. Summertime's here and it's hoagie fest. Summertime's here and it's Hoagie Fest Fun times, won't you come along? Now you're humming that summertime song A Wawa Hoagie, that's the best Summertime's here and it's Hoagie Fest